Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest educates the industry and draws awareness to best practices in the design and construction of traffic control equipment and vehicles. He has spent several years consulting with the various state and federal organizations and associations to develop and promote the safest possible traffic control truck as a standard for the entire U.S. Please welcome Andrew Roberts, Director of Business Development and Strategic Accounts for Royal Truck and Equipment. Andrew, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me on. I didn't realize how long my title actually was until you said it out loud. <laughs> That's what happens, Andrew. Sometimes we have a very long title and we don't even know it. Well, we're delighted <laughs> to have you on the show, but let's talk about, you know, what is Royal, you know, truck and equipment and, you know, actually what do you guys do? Well, so Royal is a... Uh... We're kind of a niche manufacturer. Uh, we build traffic control vehicles. It's a it's kind of a, a very specialty area of the marketplace for construction. Um, usually it applies most to uh, state DOTs, but more uh, contractors that are out there uh, building roads and bridges, maintaining them. Uh, and the, the equipment that we build, you'd pass by it on your way to work. You'd pass by it when you're, when you're driving around the city, and you'd never even know it. Uh, uh, but it, it's some interesting-looking equipment uh, with some um, attachments on them that, that uh, protect the drivers, they protect the workers uh, in the work zone. Uh, and bottom line is we, we build what we call attenuator trucks, crash trucks. Uh, they're designed specifically to be crashed into. Uh, and they've got these uh, attenuators on the back of them that if, if you've got a distracted driver out there, uh, somebody falls asleep at the wheel, drunk driver, anything... Um, as they're passing through or around a work zone, uh, they're not going to go crashing into the workers, uh, injuring or possibly killing people, but they'll instead run into this truck uh, and in all likelihood walk away uh, safe and sound, maybe with a couple bumps and scratches, uh, and some of the workers that are in the work zone. So we design and build these. Uh, they're pretty heavily engineered, uh, and it's uh, it's something that we've been when. Uh, bring to the forefront, uh, and we're presenting out at Con Expo, obviously. But uh, more than that, we've actually integrated a lot of different forms of technology into our, our vehicles. Uh, we tried to take the the industry and take what was once a considered a dumb vehicle, uh, unintelligent. Uh, it just sat there as a as a blocker uh, to protect the workers, and integrate some technology into the into those trucks uh, that um, provide a greater protection uh, to the driving public around them and the workers, and uh, well, the more recent addition to that is that we've actually got a self-driving autonomous uh, version of this truck, uh, and uh, that's that's what we're we're really uh, focusing on uh, is the implementation, the technology, how that uh, how that can potentially save lives, and then obviously the autonomous form of the technology, which is you know, the topic on everybody's lips these days, uh, uh, from soup to nuts in, in every industry. Everybody wants to know how autonomous vehicles are going to going to play out. Well, let's talk about that then. So do you think autonomous vehicles are going to become the norm at the job site? Is that what you're saying? I mean, everybody's talking about it, but there's there's a lot of issues. You've got insurance issues. You've got the idea of who's responsible for that. And, you know, we can't even seem to get drivers to not want to text and drive. And there's all kinds of issues associated with, is someone going to still be in the vehicle when you have an autonomous vehicle? And, 
you know, is that really safe? Because we've seen all the issues Tesla and everybody else has had with it right now. But let's talk about that autonomous truck that you're talking about. Well, so that's that's kind of an interesting thing. Um, I've spent a lot of time in the last year to year and a half talking with uh, you know a lot of different DOTs with Ashto, uh, the, which is the kind of the the, the uh, grouping of the fifty DOTs, Federal Highways, and and a lot of independent contractors. And and everything you just mentioned is those are the topics of conversation, right? So how do you how do you do this safely? How do you do this effectively? How do you do this uh, and then manage the risk? And obviously, you know, at the bottom uh, of that, all of that is, you know, insurance risk, things like that, or, or um, people's lives. So the people that are not driving an autonomous vehicle relative to the autonomous vehicle itself, how do you protect those drivers? The, the, the John and Jane Doe that are driving 70 miles an hour next to, a, a, um, to this autonomous vehicle on the road. And so what's really different about this is the application. So instead of the Tesla and the, the, the Ford Motor Company or whatever, whatever vehicle manufacturer we're talking about that maybe has an autonomous vehicle that is planning to go 60, 70 miles an hour uh, on the road next to you and I, uh, we're talking about a, a commercial vehicle uh, that is it's a low-speed application, and it's in a semi-protected environment in and around a work zone. So when I say low-speed application, what I'm talking about is the truck that this is intended to be in is going to be moving between 5 and 10 miles an hour. Uh, the, the risk of, of a lane departure or, or a collision or, or a misstep is uh, drastically reduced by the, the low-speed application and the nature of it. Uh, in addition to that, you've got you know, all sorts of lights and cones and barrels and all sorts of things alerting drivers to uh, what's going on around this work zone. And even more than that, you've got a truck that's specifically designed to be crashed into. So if, God forbid, something were to happen, you have an attenuator on the back that's meant to absorb an impact. So you have a, a designed vehicle uh, that's protected, and, and it's, it's in a very specific application uh, that would allow for, in the way that the states and, and a lot of people have put this, is as a stepping stone toward the eventual uh, regulation that needs and, and safety considerations that need to be um, brought to the forefront with regard to regulating uh, autonomous consumer vehicles. So when I say that, Andrew, I, I mean can, that... Can, can, Andrew, sorry. can I play sure. devil's advocate with you on this? Only because it's Please. not about the truck, it's about the people. People sure. with their smartphones are oblivious to the world around them. Many construction Indeed. accidents happen today because people walk into construction zones and they don't even know they did it. So I fear that even if this happened, some crazy person is going to walk into this poor moving autonomous truck, even though it's in a construction zone, and not even know they did it because we see it every day. Somebody walks into a, a, a pond, they walk into a fountain, they walk into a door because they're looking at their smartphone. They don't even know, and they walk into people, they walk into traffic. They don't even know what they're doing. I fear that even if it's not the truck's fault, it's some person who doesn't even know. People don't even have dinner anymore. They're looking at their smartphone at a restaurant. So is it's not necessarily the truck's fault. It's not the smart can, autonomous vehicle. It's the person who's using their phone and doesn't know what's going on around them. It's funny you pinpoint that because the phone is absolutely probably the, uh, probably the biggest culprit for the distractions that are taking place out there. The one thing I would say... I, I can play devil's advocate with you a, a little bit on this uh, in the sense that 
where you would find this specific application is usually going to be on highways and roads and bridges, not where you're going to be exposed to a lot of people walking around. Um, in, in the most sense, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure about you, but I don't tend to go walking down next to the highway very often unless I've broken down. But your point is that in and around a construction zone, uh, in general, yes, there are risk factors. There, you, you need to have collision avoidance systems and and protocols in place for that. And in this particular application. Because of where it's set up, uh, you're really exposed to traffic. You're exposed to the, the, the motoring public more than, than, than foot traffic. But it does allow for the testing and, and as a stepping stone to developing the technologies and, and verifying the, the adequacy of the technologies in protecting um, the construction zones where, where you might have people, uh, that, foot traffic, that, that actually would invade and, and be at risk. And ultimately what we're talking about here is you need the vehicle to be aware. Uh, you know, sensing uh, with a, a collision avoidance system that is going to be smarter than the person that's walking staring at their phone. Uh, and you make a good case. No, no, no. I was going to say you make a great point because I think autonomous trucks are great, and I think the point is it's it's we have to get people to not be so oblivious to what's going on. So you're going to have this truck or something. We're going to be able to see it at the expo next week. Well, the application of it that you're going to be able to see. So we will have a truck. We have two trucks there. Uh, but for space limitations, we weren't able to actually have a fully autonomous working segment, you know, driving around and getting people in there. So rather than that, we took it from the real world to virtual reality. Uh, so we partnered with a number of different organizations and developed a virtual reality um, world that you can get into. You're going to put on one of those, you know, one of those headsets, uh, and you'll be tied into the system where you'll get to experience walking up, walking around, and getting into in a fully autonomous vehicle. And, and you'll experience it the way that I've experienced it, getting into the passenger seat of the vehicle and watching it drive itself and watching it follow its lead vehicle. So this, tech, this particular technology is a leader follower that will follow the, the, um, the actions of a lead vehicle. But you'll be sitting in there next to live traffic uh, in, in a virtual reality 3D world, experiencing this with all the sounds, unfortunately not the smells and the tastes, but uh, all the different uh, senses that you would experience in virtual reality. I love this. I love this. What is your booth that we can go and see you guys? Uh, where are you guys located right now? Where are you going to be? We're, uh, we're going to have the actual physical vehicles in the gold lot. So there's a 30 by 50 space out there where the vehicles will be. But we're actually going to be located uh, separately in the tech corner. Uh, so this is, I think, a, a new experience that, that ConExpo has, has come up with in terms of uh, showcasing newer technologies out there. So there is a, an, um, an innovations in a technology corner uh, where uh, they, they have space dedicated specifically for this virtual reality experience. Uh, and I'm, I'm blanking at the moment on exactly where that's located, but I, I believe that they're going to be promoting it quite well. So missing the tech corner uh, would be hard to do. Yeah, the tech experience. You're going to be at the, Andrew, I love this. I, th I wish you guys much success because I think it's a great idea. And I think as we advance technology in construction, these are the kind of things that the construction industry needs to be looking at and taking into. So we're looking forward to seeing it. So everybody, check it out. Check it out at Con Expo right now this week going live. So thanks so much, Andrew, for being with us. All right, thanks Thank for you tuning in. And we've got more to come right here at ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Imagine what's next for the future of the construction industry. 3D printing, robotics, roadways that heal, autonomous vehicles, holograms, augmented reality. Step into the new tech experience at Con Expo Con Ag and revolutionize how you think about infrastructure, the future job site, and the skills needed for tomorrow's workforce. Just one part of North America's largest construction show. Attend Con Expo Con Ag March 7th through 11th in Las Vegas. If it's new, it's here. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at ConExpoConAg.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. 